0: Welcome to Stutzcast. It is Tuesday the 16th of February 2021. Time is 3.16 pm. So I would like to welcome you to this episode. And uh, today, I gotta tell you, we're seeing a change in the weather. <clears throat> According to the deck thermometer at the house. Temperature's uh, getting into the 60s. That's, that's getting warm. Although that thermometer's in the direct sunlight, so temperature in the shade's probably more like 50s. And there's a bit, of a bit of a breeze, so it's cold. But anyway, we are definitely seeing a change in the temperature, but it's not gonna last. Anyway, we're gonna go uh, onward, see what we can find. So off we set, Rooney and I, intrepid as ever. Still squelching along under uh, plenty of well, it's like slush now because it rained last night, it rained hard, and uh, but there was so much snow that uh, it's still here, but it is disappearing. So that's the good news. The bad news is that on Thursday we got another 6 to 8 inches of snow forecast, which is a dead bore. But this is the time, you know, you get these times at the end of each season, each major season. At the end of summer you get you know, summer and winter battling it out. And, you know, summer's not done yet. Summer wants to let winter know that he's still got plenty of punch left. So you get these cold days and then you get more warm days again. Well, now the reverse is true. Now, winter's trying to let summer know that he's still got some punch left. So uh, despite, despite the fact that it is quite warm, well, I wouldn't say it's warm. But it's not, you know, that bitter cold that we've had. Um, When the sun is is shining and the snow is melting, winter's not done with us yet. Oh God, puddles now, puddles underfoot. I don't know if we're getting those on the mic, but positively different type of ground that we're walking over. yeah, a little soggy. A little soggy. This bit's not got snow on it, and it's, it's mud. So, now, what I want to uh, really check into today is something that I thought I saw a couple of days ago when I was out, which was, I, I thought I saw the return of the one of the ospreys. Uh, because, you know, from where I'm standing right now, I'm looking across the marsh, and there's a man-made platform that they've built the nest on. And uh, I definitely saw a bird of prey of some sort land on that platform and uh, stand on that nest. Now, I guess that could have been just a uh, trespasser. Of some sort, or well, it could have been one of the ospreys back from migration. Now this is this is fascinating to me because uh, oh lord, what's that? Oh, somebody with some bins. Hang on, runes. Let's go this way. A bit noisy this way. that's us uh, Get away from all that! Come on, Rooney. Oh, he's right here. There, my colleague. He's one foot behind me. So yeah, this is of some interest to me because um, I am a you know a recent aficionado of all wildlife and bird life around here. So I'm learning, and what I've learned about ospreys is they're an interesting. They're in a category all of their own. They're they're, they're called an eagle-like species. I'm not sure what that means, but they look pretty much like eagles to me. Six-foot wingspan, big bird. They are the only bird, not the only bird, but the only uh, um, raptor that can dive into the sea, into the water. To catch a bird. I'm just going to pause for a second now because the lady's sitting on the bench and uh, I don't want to disturb her. So we'll just get past her. Right, right. Hello. Okay. She's actually sitting in the seat and it's right opposite my vantage point. Boy, that is the vantage point from which I want to take a closer look at that nest so i just have to go a little bit further ok I'm looking right at it I need my binoculars for this because I can't see, can't see. I, mean, I can see the nest and I can see you know, the platform it stands on don't see any bird in it maybe I was wrong maybe it was just a trespassing bird of prey of some sort Uh, Is there something in there? Uh, I can't really tell. (laughs) Rooney's getting pretty close to the creek. Are you going to go for swim, runes? You know you don't like swimming. (laughs) He's just sniffing around. You've got to be careful, runes. That could be thin ice. You're walking on there. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Not figuratively he'd uh, beat a pretty quick retreat when he realised that he might, might be in danger of getting a, taking a wet, cold bath. Uh, well, yeah, no, no evidence of them today. So what was it I saw the other day? Oh, there's some ducks quacking away. Quack anyway. But, but so what I've learned about these um, ospreys is uh they mate for life. You know, they have a partner for life. They think they have a partner for life. I mean who, who can be absolutely sure in every case, but um they uh they partner for life but they don't and they and they migrate so that so the ospreys from this area according to Stan's notes Uh, migrate down to places like Mexico and Chile you know down south in the Americas so you know it's all about food and so they uh, they go down there but the interesting thing is they do not um, even though they partner for life they don't migrate to the same place (laughs) which has has been mentioned before in Stutzcasts but as I'm pretty confident that uh, my loyal audience <laughs> probably hasn't listened to every single one and retained every detail. <laughs> I'll just, you know, use this as a, a reminder, memory jogger. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I was thinking that the secret of the successful Osprey relationship is, uh, you know, at the end of the summer. The, you know, the, the pair, the husband and wife, as it were, pair, they, they get together and they say, all right, darling, well, you know, we've had a good summer together. Let's take a break. <laughs> now, where do you want to go? And she says, well, do you know, i fancy chili, Chile. I haven't been there for a couple of seasons. And he says, okay, you take Chile, I'll take Mexico. <sighs> yeah, I think I... Yeah, I'll get myself down to Mexico. See what I can find in Puerto Vallarta or something like that. <laughs> anyway, love you, darling. See you in the spring. <laughs> Is that how it goes? <laughs> well, it must be. Why else would they not migrate to the same place? Or maybe, maybe either one of them has got a bit on the side. <sighs> you never know. Perhaps that's how they do it. So the, so the bird-watching community in Chile and Mexico, you know, maybe they're, they're looking at a pair saying, ah, oh, here they come again. Yep, the same ones. Not realising. They've got a completely separate life up in Connecticut. Huh? Well, perhaps I've heard about that with humans too. I'm looking across from a different vantage point. And I still can't see anything. (laughs) I heard about... A similar human... uh, Iteration of that scenario... In Westport a few years ago. (laughs) My my wife told me that... um, This husband and wife... uh, Going through a divorce. Because... The, uh, the husband used to go off on business over to California <clears throat> I don't know what he was but anyway, off he went to California during the weekend back weekends to catch up with his family and uh, you know this seemed to be pretty normal to everybody and uh, until one day <clears throat> the wife gets a telephone call from uh, a Porsche dealership in California and you know they inform her, I forget what her name was, I wouldn't use her real name anyway, but let's use Smith, so uh, they say, Mrs. Smith, yeah speaking, just just calling to let you know that your uh, Porsche is ready, (coughs) oh dear, So she says, what do you mean I don't have a Porsche? And, uh, well, I don't know how it all developed after that. But no doubt over dinner, (laughs) when he came back at the weekend, there were some questions to be answered. (laughs) And it unraveled. Not only did he have, you know, another relationship on the go... (laughs) during the week when he was in California he had a whole family kids and everything (laughs) so poor woman that was him booted out quite rightly too and uh, the wife knew nothing about this, I mean didn't suspect anything, well who knows but so (laughs) perhaps the osprey, you know, perhaps they play those sort of games, just fooling around. I'm sure they don't, <clears throat> but uh, it's interesting that they don't uh, migrate to the same place. <clears throat> and I can also tell you about the osprey in my you know, new topic of learning. That, that obviously they catch fish. They're, they're, you know. <laughs> seabirds, gosh my boots are leaking I'm feeling a wet foot that's not good um, they catch fish, as I just said they, they can dive into the water and catch fish and uh, now when, when they've when they caught the fish, they grip it in their talons with the fish's head forward facing which is apparently for aer- aerodynamics, makes perfect sense to me so the whole thing you know, they got got this fish between their like hands. If you imagine your hands, and you've you got hands and you've got wings, you're holding this fish in a forward-facing position, so as you can sort of f- fly straight or fly better. I've seen them do it. I've seen them doing it many times last season. It's pretty interesting. And the poor fish, you know, it's like, oh god, what's going to happen next? <laughs> and then then I see what, you know, they they find a suitable branch or somewhere to have their meal and they uh, they just sort of start pulling it to pieces and eating it there and there and they do an awful lot of calling when they've caught something you know they've got this sort of piercing shriek and uh, so when they've caught something they're kind of like pretty proud of themselves and like whoa, well, i got a fish and usually, of course, they're in pairs, so he must be calling to the other one saying, look what I got. <clears throat> anyway, I'm looking forward to them coming back. <clears throat> if they haven't already, or one of them hasn't already, I guess they don't arrive at exactly the same time. I mean, it's not like they've got cell phones, is it? It's not like they're going to say, hey, I'm heading back. You know, I think I'm going to be back there on uh, on Monday and she says alright I'll leave I'll leave uh, tomorrow should be be there about Wednesday (laughs) it's not like they got that how do they know say something happens to them whilst they're you know on migration say one of them gets killed the other one comes back and he waits or she waits and then the other one never comes back What, what do they do then is it like well I'll give her another week ah did you hear that woodpecker where is he? No. Oh. No. He might have flown off. <coughs> he make a heck, of a heck of a racket with peckers. Some of them quite big. Yeah, I'm just getting a little excited about the spring coming. I don't know. I, I, yeah. It's, it's not... Imminent, but uh, you can taste it. Oh god, this is slush. Nasty stuff. doesn't seem to mind it too much. Oh god, there's three, three young lads on the bridge. Smoke billowing out of their mouths. <laughs> Even though I've got a slightly blocked up nose, I'm sure I'm going to be able to tell if they're smoking what I think they might be smoking. We shall see. Probably. Hello. (sighs) Yes, definitely. (sighs) My God, that's pretty strong. That smell. Skunk. Skunk man. Really does smell like skunk as well. Well, that's a little bit of uh, wildlife (laughs) we've come across three kids, well they're kids they're probably like 18 year old boys Now bearing in mind it's got warmer but it's still pretty cold I mean I've got a hat and a nice padded jacket on jumper underneath (laughs) they were all in you know, Californian t-shirts Well, whatever it's a big world you got to let them do what they want to do not that it's so bad but it can be devastating we won't talk about that so yeah I mean I'm telling you about uh, the ospreys in advance of actually seeing them back and I have a name for them our own name we call this uh, well this family of ospreys because there were three you know last summer presumably there was a chick I don't know what happens to the chick I <clears throat> assume that they have to go and find another place another nest once they get old enough and I wonder who, which one do they migrate with when they're too young I mean do they migrate with mum or migrate with dad well they get a choice it's like well where are you going dad you know, I'm going to Mexico mum chilli. Ah, oh, definitely going with you, Dad. I'll stand the food in chilli. <laughs> Could be that. <laughs> well, we shall see who comes back. Whether it's two or three. Fascinating. God, it's muddy around here. God, Rose. Looney doesn't like muddy. He's quite a neat dog. But <laughs> well, we shall see yeah, I call them the Hartleys. <laughs> Might have explained this before, but in the probable certainty, or a probable certainty, that's an oxymoron, in, in the probability that, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you may not have listened to the edition when I explain why I call them the Hartleys. So I'll, I'll explain again. There was an advert on TV back in the UK in the 80s. (laughs) And there's this old boy. He's calling up the Yellow Pages. It was an advert for the Yellow Pages. And uh, he's trying to find a book. So he's calling a bookshop. And he says, excuse me, do you have a book called Fly Fishing by J.R. Hartley? And they know, one after another, all these bookshops. No, I'm sorry, we don't. And eventually, one bookshop. Yes, we do. And he says, "You do excellent. Can I order a copy?" So they say, "Yes, yeah, certainly. We'll keep it for you." What, what's the name? And he says, "Hartley J.R." <laughs> so he's looking for his own book. Poor fellow. He's obviously written many years ago and doesn't have a copy anymore. Says so a fisherman. Hence. The Hartleys. <laughs> Bit of a tenuous link, isn't it? But that's, what, that's why they're called the Hartleys to us. And I like them because, you know, they uh, they, they fly right over the uh, marsh behind our house and sometimes perch in the tree right right above our garage. I've seen him, one of them eating a fish that he's caught in the tree right above our garage. <laughs> Fascinating. Ooh. Squelching, muddy. You have to go through this to get to the summer. Oh well. Yeah. Not seeing too much in the way of uh, wildlife at the moment. But we are talking about wildlife. And, uh, you know, getting ready for the spring... Well, I've been busy today in the the spirit of (coughs) keeping the conversation going. If there isn't enough wildlife, we talk about something else in the Stutzcast. So, yeah, I've been getting uh, things organised for our move, for the impending move to the southernmost tip of Europe. So, yeah, getting, getting, you know, the, the shipping... Uh, containers ordered and you know getting in touch with the lawyers over in in Spain asking for them to get our residency uh, applications started and that sort of stuff now now that damn Brexit's happened we can't just go and live in Spain you've got to I don't know you've got to jump through hoops but we've got to get that process moving and uh, I've been doing that and, and pondering, you know, what, what, how am I going to fill my day, as soon as I'm not working at the moment. Obviously, I want to find work, I start to work again, but you've got to be patient. Some people coming. Hello. Rooney, we're going this way. Rooney, come on. Uh, leash Wait Good boy Yeah, you honestly, know, Let's see this dog You working in a circus couldn't you Rins Be just like that Yes yeah, so I've been thinking about You know Work There's been a lot on, on the You know News and On the radio at the moment About Elon Musk And his uh, SpaceX You know Mission And He's kind of ignited everybody's imagination with his rockets and space travel. And uh, so I was listening about, uh, you know, at the moment they're trying to recruit new astronauts for the next moon mission, which I think they've mentioned they've got it sort of planned for the end of the next decade. So, what's that, 38, 39? But what they're looking for, I mean, normally you've got to be sort of Superman to qualify to be a or woman, superwoman, it sounds like, you know, what's his name, in the life of Brian? Um, Stan, isn't it? Why are you always going on about women, Stan? Because I want to be one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm digressing. Um... Yeah, well, uh, you, normally I, I understood it that you had to be, you know, physical, you know, Superman or woman to qualify as an astronaut. Well, of course, in these in these more kind of uh, lenient times, they were talking about actually they're looking for a para astronaut. That's not that's not somebody in the parachute regiment. That is somebody with a disability, and they're good because quite frankly if you're just stuck inside a capsule floating around in zero gravity why do you need to be Superman? As long as you've got the right mental faculties you know open the field up let a few of us lesser mortals have a go so you know I was thinking about this okay. <laughs> and I was thinking well, yeah, I'm not exactly, you know, suffering from any major uh, disability, but, you know, maybe I should have a go. <clears throat> and I thought, well, OK, the mission is going to be the end of the next decade. So let's assume it's another 18 years' time. Uh, well, that puts me about 76, 77. Might be a little on the... Uh, Older side, but maybe that's maybe that's to my advantage. Maybe that's to my advantage if they're looking for you know people with disadvantages. Yeah, I could be the oldest astronaut ever to land on the moon. Yeah, I'm 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 dreaming big here. That's probably the way way to go, isn't it? I need some training. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff in the news now about you know they're building these fantastic new telescopes and space exploration, I'm trying to find evidence of life, you know, elsewhere. Uh, I think it was uh, wasn't it Arthur C. Clarke, you know, sort of the uh, science fiction writer guy who said something like there's two possibilities either we're alone in the cosmos or we're not either possibility is terrifying (laughs) oh god this is very wet (laughs) which it is think about it I mean, you know, scientists haven't really constructed a bulletproof case yet for for how life started on Earth. You know, there's some pretty good theories, but I wouldn't say bulletproof. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, now, now we're, we're going to, you know, of all these countless stars and you know, planets out in the firmament. Are they all just, you know, pouring their light out into the universe and the cosmos and the, for nothing? Or is there any, you know, any other life out there? Well, you know, that's that's been the subject of many a, a theory. Oh, here's some more people. Oh no, they're dog walkers. (laughs) They're they're not out walking skunk, as it were. Oh, Rooney. Well, actually, no, I'll leave you on the leash until we get past these guys. (sighs) Hello. Pretty squelchy underfoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 Rooney, come on. <laughs> Come on, runes. Come on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm going to let you off now. You can have a bit of freedom. Uh, I don't know what happened there. What happened behind me? A bit of growling. A little bit of. I think it's the little dogs get a little intimidated uh, by you, runes. You're menacing black physical presence is you know probably threatening to them <laughs> two people were standing in the in the reeds just then looking at me like what is that is he talking to his dog <laughs> yeah I am talking to my dog amongst others we told haven't we ruins you're going to send in the people in the white coats soon, aren't they? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so, something to contemplate, isn't it? These are the big questions. Yeah. The big questions to ponder. Whilst we're walking around as the seasons begin to change. And one thinks about issues. Like what's it all about? <laughs> Whatever you make of it, if you ask me, that's what it's all about. Ah. Rooney doesn't seem to worry about things like that. Do you no. no. as long as he gets a good walk-in, plenty of food, lots of affection, that's enough not a bad mantra to live by, runes. Well, I can hear the sea. I can definitely hear the sea. Now, sometimes when you hear the sea, um, from this distance, it means it's pretty rough. And if it's rough, it usually means there's a storm coming. You wouldn't think it now, because the sky is actually quite blue. Sun is out, the snow is melting, but as I, as I did just mention, the forecast is for a, another significant snowfall. So, gotta get the old snow shovelling shoulders into action again on Thursday morning, probably. We shall see. That'll be, I think, about the sixth time I've had to shovel that driveway. <laughs> Still it has to be done. It has to be done and then you know then I can comfort myself in the knowledge that it doesn't snow where we're going. Well <laughs> it doesn't usually snow. I don't know they did have oh there's a big plane coming. They did have a huge snowstorm in Madrid which took them by completely by surprise. This winter. Uh, they don't have all those gritters and snow plows and all the things that you have in Connecticut. They're already ready equipped up here, you know. You can have twenty inches of snow on a Sunday night and it's all clear by Monday morning. Well not all clear, but the major roads are clear. <sighs> not the case in Madrid. It caused havoc. Well, now, this is, this is like a lake. I'm going to have to walk, this path has been turned to, uh, all the snow's melted, but it's just sitting on top. Come on, Runes, keep keep moving. He's stopping, keep keep moving, Runes, he's ahead of me. And I'm trying to walk on the edge of this path so I don't get completely soaking wet. Come on, in, hurry up, Runes. Okay, can I go in front then? No, he's not letting me. Oh, right, nipped in front of him there. He stopped for a sniff. My left foot is now soggy. I must have a hole in this boot. And actually, my right toes are feeling a little wet as well. It's not good. Never mind. Oh. I should have brought my Wellington boots. Although my socks fall down when I'm walking in my Wellington boots. <laughs> this is trivia. Complete trivia. I wish I was giving you. Well actually wouldn't we know we have discussed you know life in the cosmos. I gotta get off this. Really we're not walking back the way we came. It's gonna be it's gonna be a road walk I'm afraid. Oh, Runty, wait, 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 come here, come here. All right. All right. Oh, misery. It's all right. We'll just we'll we'll walk on. <laughs> Come on, Rude. <Ruins. clears throat> she knows, doesn't she, Rude? She knows you're friendly, but the dog she's walking does not. Like a fairly. Decent sized big black poodley type dog. I think it's a sort of Labradoodle type thing. Black hair. Might look at you, Runes. Uh, I'm sorry. Those classic good looks did, you, did nothing for you with uh, that dog. Uh, still getting over this, uh, whatever it was that I had. I don't really know. Some sort of chest infection. I'm one and a half days off the end of my course of antibiotics. But I tell you, it takes it out of you. Normally, this walk, I can just breeze through. No trouble at all. I'm only halfway through it, and I'm uh, I'm flagging. Runs is not there. Come on. Hey, Runes, come this side. Alright. Well. We have to do it, though, don't we, Runes? We can't leave you indoors all day. Just because Dad's a little under the weather. Oh, no. Uh, Sorry. So, uh... Yesterday... was, uh... my... door daughter's... 19th birthday and uh, I talked about it yesterday but we had a little party little get together in the evening all all social distance of course and and, uh, you know small numbers but oh it was fun we had uh, six people Tommy our middle son, our middle child his second son he pulled out Now Tommy is uh he is single. Well, I I he was going out with um a girl a little younger than him. She's at college. He graduated in 2017. <clears throat> so uh, Tommy's about 26 now. And uh he um and he told Maya. He didn't tell us that he finished with his girlfriend recently. So we were thinking, "Oh, poor Tommy." You know, wasn't quite sure who who finished it, but you know, you worry. <clears throat> anyway, apparently he went out the weekend, and uh, well, let suffice it to say that he f- felt there was some risk that he might have contracted COVID, so he needed to. Uh, get the results of his test before he (laughs) mixed with us. (laughs) Let's leave it at that, shall we? (laughs) So, uh, of course, he hadn't had his test results, he couldn't come. It was a good thing, because uh, there's no way that Maya can be exposed to any any COVID risk at the moment, because she's travelling in about eight days' time to the UK, and she can't have COVID. She's got to get back to college. So he didn't come. We missed him. I was trying to... Hello. Hello. I was was trying to see if I could, you know, fob him off with that vegan chocolate cake I bought the other day. (laughs) By accident. Anyway, he didn't show up, so... It's still sitting there. Um, And then we had Emma. Emma Spear. Who's... uh, She's become a family friend. She started off as Maya's physics tutor. And now she's a family friend. I talked about her yesterday, so I won't go over that again, except for the fact that she was a pleasure to have. And uh, we had Callum Wisher, who's basically Maya's age. They've grown up together, those two. Callum's really... Really relaxed boy, very very pleasant to you know to have over, and uh, his mum Nikki, and that was it. And it was a really cozy little party, good fun. You know, we we had a little sort of cheese and wine beforehand, then we had Indian uh, takeaway or delivery food, and then everybody played a game of uh, Dutch Blitz. So absolutely unfathomable card game if you ask me I, I, you know, luckily (laughs) I wasn't asked to play only because of numbers and I didn't know the rules but uh, I was keeping the score (laughs) it was really good fun Maya loved it It so so heartwarming to see her enjoying herself so much now you can tell by the sound where I am now, can't you? Yeah, I was wrong about the the waves. Yeah, there are waves, they're coming in quickly, but they're not that big, maybe one foot. Yeah, so th- th- this isn't as rough as it sounded from the distance. Maybe it's just because the wind's blowing the, the sound into the marshes. Yeah, but not the calming sea it was yesterday. A little more sort of turbulent. I think it's a sign of things to come. Love the sea. I'm glad glad to say that we're going to be within sight of the sea. In the next place, we're going to... Oh, God. I nearly got seawater over my leaky boots then. Um, It's going to be further away, it's going to be about six, seven kilometres away, but because the house is, uh, you know, perched up in the mountains, you get this, you know, real bird's eye view of a huge, you know, a huge landscape ahead of you, or seascape. And I've got a pair of great binos and a telescope there for checking out the firmament at night. So that's going to be cool. We can see the African coastline from our uh, our terrace. We'll see uh, Gibraltar, the Rock of Gibraltar and, you know, quite, quite a spectacular view. I don't know what kind of bird life really... I'm going to get into that, of course. You know, I have seen, you know, some migrations of... Uh, quite. You know, I didn't really know what I was looking at. But I have seen... I think they're, they're uh, what do they call them, vulture eagles or, but in, in, in many 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 hundreds making the crossing from continental Europe over to Africa. I guess that's the shortest spot to hop over from. It's probably only about 20 miles. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be something. And I've got, uh, I bought actually, a couple of years ago, I bought this pretty fancy pair of binoculars, Steiners, German technology, they're they're half the size of the binoculars I've got here, and they're twice as powerful. So, uh, I'm looking forward to doing my podcasts from the terrace, or walking really around the mountains. It'd be an interesting comparison. Come on, Rooney. He's wandering off back down to the shore again. Oh, God, definitely feeling it. Okay, Rooney, we need to get you onto the uh, leash here. Bit windy down on the beach there. I mean, not unpleasant. But maybe a bit noisy on the microphone, I don't know. We shall see. Okay. Now, the Jetson that you see littering the streets these days is less um, food packaging from fast food and takeaway food places, and more discarded uh, masks, you know, COVID masks. So quite unpleasant I mean, especially the ones I've just seen there that look like thick material I mean somebody unless they just dropped out of their pockets I think people would notice if their masks fell off whatever well, that's a sign of the times we now live in I used to you know when I went to Asia on business you know you go to places like Shanghai and Beijing and everybody, all the local people are wearing masks, face masks and uh, you know initially I sort of put it down to SARS and the sort of air pollution that is rife over there and I also thought you know when they come and travel to, to the US and Europe you know a lot of Asian people are still wearing the masks, so I thought, well, they must have just gotten to habit. You know, it's probably a pretty good habit, but you know, I was thinking, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it. Now, of course, you know, now we're all thinking, yeah, you know, any time I'm around anybody, I want the mask on. I don't catch anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Come here, come here. Well, there's the zip as I get my phone out of my jacket pocket. I'm going to take a little, a little break. All right, oh, we're moving into phase three of the stats cast, which is the wrap up. There's no real set limit to how long we wrap up for, but it's oh. <laughs> signifies that we're sort of getting close to home. What I do want to just talk about here, if Rooney will allow me to walk this way, Rune, can we get over here? He's on the leash. We've we've not walked the usual way back of the leakiness of my boots but just on the side here this is a little kind of a very quiet housing estate and uh, I can see the beautiful one two three deer (laughs) they've just seen me one of them just popped his head up and he's looking at me he got lovely warm winter coats and they're all just grazing on somebody's lawn actually somebody's back lawn that overlooks the the salt marsh. (coughs) Elegant, beautiful creatures. Ah. Come on Rins. Okay give and take. He wants to stop and sniff something. I want to get home. Right can we go now Rins? Because this isn't his usual walk so new smells we're going this way because it's drier underfoot. Although we will be going to an area that is a little bit wetter. But not as wet as where the water came seeping through my boots, into my socks. <sighs> it's nice, nice light now. It's a nice time of the evening, it's 4.15. A month ago it would have been dark by now. But no, there's have probably maybe two hours left of sunlight. That, if nothing else, you know, tells you that spring is on its way. Yeah, there, there are a few uh, sort of maintenance guys, service people, you know. Lawn service people just beginning to appear they're a bit like ospreys they disappear <laughs> at the end of the summer and then reappear in the spring because obviously people's climate people's uh, gardens don't need servicing when it's like, three foot in snow <sighs> Yeah, I I don't know what they do in the winter, these guys, for work. I mean, I I guess they get to whatever work they can get. But uh, that's the nature of seasonal work. My son, older son Harry, until he got his proper job in December, he was doing seasonal work, spraying people's lawns with insecticide. Hello! Which I don't think was uh, the healthiest thing to be doing, but he um, needed the work, he needed the income. You gotta do what you've gotta do. I did too, but couldn't find any work. Oh god, more puddles. Don't drink it, Ruins. Get your bowl of water when you get home. Fresh, clean water. Oh yeah. Hi Betty. (laughs) I didn't realise that was Betty right there. That's not Juniper. (laughs) Hello. Look at his tail going. Really? No I've jumping, Rooney. I've never in the marshes. Oh, you. Rooney, stop it, stop Rooney. it. Stop it, stop that. You, you, can't I, jump up. I knew she was getting a her Havanese. And she says just after she got the dog, she goes around. No jumping. Oh, so could I walk the dog a couple of times? Oh, so she can't walk him? He, he, he doesn't know uh-huh. where wants to go. He can follow me back and forth. Yeah, but at least, if, at least if he pulls, that's not he's not going to pull you over. Oh, God, no. no <laughs> And the dog I drove him I drove him even over to here really yeah, yeah. yeah. just to cut down he the had a good walk through the uh... oh my goodness he went all the way to the end
1: and he got
0: in that mud oh, oh god. god oh you mean oh right at the where it's a dead yeah, end he went yeah i know the and there's yeah this mud right up to his tail it was all the way up to the top of his oh floor. god and then he comes back to the house he <laughs> gotta... yeah. oh. yeah, got to yeah i went in the bathroom with him and shut the door and made sure he was... Could came <laughs> He's a, she's a, She was a sweet dog but young. Yeah. I can't remember who they are actually. I don't know if I've ever met them. Well she's <laughs> divorced yeah, and she's got three children so maybe she gets a lot of out of the money. There's plenty of wealthy people around here. Me. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> well, that's you know, good. So it worked out. You know, I yeah. I I like one, yeah. It was a bit of a <laughs> yeah, that was hard work. You know, the, really, it's no trouble. No, it's just a pleasure. <laughs> oh, Runes, you hear that, Runes? It's going to his head. <laughs> it's very in there. Yeah. There. yeah, my boots are <laughs> leaking, so I, that's why I came this way. Because uh, don't drink that, Ruth. Yeah. And I hear there's going to be another snowfall on Thursday. And I hope it's the last. so nice to see it melting. Yeah. Spring is coming. Yeah, I hope. It's got to. Alright then, see you soon. <laughs> well, Ruins. Compliments to you, runes. Now, I'm going to let you off. So, we're just joining the trail at a different point here. We'll get back onto the, you know, the usual trail, but come at it from a different angle. Excuse me. Ah. Yeah, it was nice to see Betty. Walking in a tiny little dog called Muppet. He must be all about two pounds, four pounds or something. Slightly different to Juniper, who she had, you know, just until Monday, yesterday. <laughs> this real handful, a young yellow lab with uh, plenty of strength even I was struggling to uh, stay on my feet <laughs> as she was pulling anyway dear old Betty she uh, loves dogs and it keeps her busy and uh, keeps her active and that's the secret I think You've keep, keep yourself keep yourself active secret to a long life Uh, It's a pretty, pretty view coming into the path from this angle. Uh, I can see some ducks. It's nice when it's not everything's not covered in ice. A little bit of warmth on the wind. Yeah. Well, seasons are changing, and. uh, You know, much as I think that I like the seasons, I do. But I don't mind when the cold one stops and the warm one starts. So, I think we'll uh, we'll call it a day there. So, again, thank you for listening. And we'll do it again very soon.